begins on page 10 with the words Vahod de Amrinon, and it ends on page Vav with the words Ella Lisiyahir Chulu. So yesterday, uh, the Altarebbe proved that the Beinuni, uh, what's uh, called in the Gemara uh, Beinuni, when Rabbi said, Kigoyin, Ano Beinuni, a Beinuni, even though the word says a person, an average person, uh, it means that he has uh, absolutely no Averis at all, because you cannot be a Beinuni and have a virus because once you have an avera, you're in a Russia. Any avera, and uh, if you do tshuva, then you're a tzaddik. Uh, so what is a benoni? So he says a benoni is somebody who has n- no uh, no averus. And we will learn <coughs> that he's called a benoni because of the level of what's going on inside him, uh, how much of the, exactly what the level of the Benoni, that's what the Tanya is going to deal with. Uh, but we're going to, uh, uh, we, but we did conclude already that it definitely doesn't mean somebody who violates any mitzvahs of the Torah, which means that in Machshava Dibra he is whole, and that just describes his level of his inside battles that a uh, Benoni uh, is uh, basically pulled by both Zebezeh uh, as the Gemara says, and the Tzadikim are judged by the uh, Yetzer Toiv, and the Rishayim are judged by the Yetzer So, But today's Shir the Altarebbe begins, that does not mean to say that we don't find the language of Benuni, a person that is a Benuni in the middle, or the average, that it doesn't mean also we find it that it's called uh, somebody who has 50-50, half Averis and half uh, Mitzvahs. We do use the language Benini for that also. And Al-Tarebbe is going to qualify that what he said, that the Benini doesn't have any Averis, that is, if we are to describe what is the level of a Benini. Can we use the language of a Benini uh, also, when we want to describe sometimes a person who has 50% Avedis and 50% Mitzvahs, yeah, we find that. So, but that description the Alter Rebbe is going to say is just to tell you, uh, to teach you about uh, this aspect uh, of... Uh, how many mitzvahs and how many averes the person has, but it's not a description, it's not the essence meaning of what is a benoni. The word benoni there in that context, when we use the word benoni, 
It's not like in the Gemara when it says Tzadikim Yetzir Toiv Benani, which is a description of Tzadikim Benanim and Rishoyim, but sometimes we use the Lashon Benani just to tell you how many Averis and how many Mitzvahs the person has because we also uh, know that a person, the outcome of his judgment, there is a scale, uh, and a person who on the scale uh, will you put the mitzvahs opposite the averis, even if the uh, mitzvahs will be the majority, he gets mainly judged by those mitzvahs uh, as far as punishment, as far as uh, uh, his judgment, uh, you're more, uh, you know, he, he can win uh, that round and, 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 and come out uh, from the judgment because he has the majority of, uh, of of mitzvahs and God forbid the other way if he has the majority of Averis uh, and sometimes he's called a Benoni because he has the middle, he's in the middle he's neither more Averis nor more mitzvahs so that would be called a Benoni uh, also in that context that he's being judged uh, 50-50 by the judgment in the total of his mitzvahs and Averis but that's not the Benoni what the Gemara is talking about. That's not the Benoni, the level of the Benoni. Let's look inside. This that we say in general, uh, in the, the quotes here from the Rambam, so over there it says, the Mechza al Mechza means 50 50, if a person has half mitzvahs and half sins, on the scale, so to speak, is Mikri, he would be called a Benoni, he would be called a Benoni. But we just said that a Benoni cannot have uh, any Averis, he would be a Russia if he was had uh, even one Avera, and even a uh, light Avera, any Avera. Uh, so, but over there it says that it's called a Benoni. And if he has a majority of merits, Mikri Tzadik. So we go by majority. And it's understood the same thing. Chaz v'shalom, Rav Avinus would be called a Rosha. So, Al-Tarebbe doesn't bring that down. He wants to talk rather about the Tzaddik and the Benini side of it. So we do find the Benini uh, describing uh, 50 or 50. What does that mean? So the Al-Tarebbe explains, Hushem HaMushol Le'inyan Sochor V'Ainish. That's a borrowed name. Uh, the name Benoni is a borrowed name. A borrowed name means uh, that we want to uh, explain one aspect of it, but it doesn't necessarily describe the uh, what the Benoni. We just are using that word, the word of Benoni. It's a borrowed word, Le'inyan, to tell us Schar We want to talk about uh, who gets rewarded and who gets punished. And uh, a person uh, gets more punished or is uh, um, is judged in generally on the side of favor if he has a majority of mitzvahs um, and he's judged in generally in the uh, side of, of of guilt if he has majority of Vedas Lifi as the Alter Rebbe says Shinidun Achar Riboy because one is judged after the majority uh, a person is judged by the majority of what he has done 
and uh, a person, for example, will be uh, judged to life based if he has majority of mitzvahs, and God forbid the other way, if he has majority of averis, but he will go by the majority. Umikri tzadik bedinoi, and he's called a tzadik in his judgment. So he's not a tzadik. He's not a righteous person. He wins the case, meaning he comes out uh, innocent. Uh, he is not convicted because he has majority of the uh, uh, of, of, of the mitzvahs. But that doesn't mean that he is a righteous person. He's not. It's called the tzaddik bedin because he wins the judgment. Uh, for this detail of coming out of the judgment, correct, he's called the tzaddik in his in his judgment. But that's not describing his level. This person is no, no tzaddik uh, at all. A person who has majority of mitzvahs is not really a tzaddik. He's not even a benuni, but certainly not a tzaddik. Because a tzaddik describing the person's act we're not considering over there whether he can win the case, whether he will be judged by his majority and therefore he won the case, but that doesn't make him into a righteous person. But with regards to the true name that describes the Hamila and the advantage, the greatness, when we want to say a greatness, we want to say a person is righteous, Shalmalas of the greatness, umadregis and the levels. If we want to talk the different levels, chalukis, tzadikim ubeinunim, the different tzadikim ubeinunim. Because the Gemara over there, when the Gemara talks about zevezeshevtom tzadikim beinunim and tzadikim yitzertoiv shevtom beinun zevezeshevtom, so when you want to talk about a person who is a tzaddik, not uh, whether the person is going to win the case, he's going to win the judgment because he has a majority, but you want to talk, is he a righteous person? Is this person a benoni? So over there, Amr Razal, there we use the saying of the sages, that they say, tzaddikim yeitzer toif sheftom. Tzaddikim are judged. They're ruled. They're judged by the yeitzer toif. And the Al-Tarev is going to elaborate later on. Rule means who has the say, who rules them, who has the say by them. Only the Yetzir Toiv. Only their good inclination. But one can say, but what about the uh, what about the Yetzir Hara? Uh, what about the Yetzir Hara? But the Yetzir Hara doesn't, um, doesn't rule them at all. Uh, the Yetzir Hara doesn't rule them. That means that the Yetzir Toiv rules, meaning that only the Yetzir Toiv rules. But there is no ruling of the Yetzir Har over there. The Yetzir Har doesn't dominate, doesn't have a say by the Tzaddik. It's the Yetzir Toiv Shevto. As the Gemara says, Shenemar. Because the Posik says, we find by David HaMelech, it says, Vilibi Cholal Bikirbi. He says, my heart and this Libi, my heart, he's referring to the Yetzir Toiv, is Cholag, Cholal, is, uh, was uh, killed, uh, was put to death inside him. Basically, 
what it means is she'ain la that David HaMelech says he doesn't have a Yitzhar. So when we say that Sadiqim, the Yitzhar Taif Sheftam, it doesn't mean only that they are uh, judging them and there is a Yitzhar Hara, but he is not, uh, he's not judging them. So we see from the Gemara over there that the Yitzhar Taif judges him is because he has no Yitzhar Hara at all. So the tzaddik is a description, not only that he does good, but it also tells you that there is only a yitzar toiv left. He doesn't have an inclination to do bad at all. for David Hamelech killed the yitzar in a tithes. Uh, so, whether it's through tightness or through other ways, but we see from the Gemara that what does the meaning of a tzaddik? A tzaddik is not even talking about the person who doesn't do any avedras, that he does only mitzvahs. But when we talk about a tzaddik, we're talking about somebody who in his inside got rid of something, got rid of a yetzer, he only has a Yetzir Toy left. And you see in the Gemara over there, the same thing the Gemara says is the opposite of a Tzaddik. Uh, he almost doesn't have a Yetzir Toy left. And the Benini has both of them, struggles with both of them. But that's not talking about uh, his actions, whether he does mitzvahs, the Rav mitzvahs. It's not that he does very mitzvahs, it's that he doesn't have a yitzvah. It's a description of that he doesn't have a yitzvah. One who hasn't reached that level of not having a yitzvah, not, not being even inclined to do, <coughs> pull to do bad, to be judged bad, he still has a yitzvah. Merubin al Avinaisov, even though his merits are more than his sin, and with regards to winning the judgment, he can have win the judgment. But in the truth. What is the tzaddik? Ainu b'maylus u'madreges tzaddik He is not at the uh, advantage or the level of a tzaddik at all. He's not even a benoni. I mean, tzaddik He's totally no tzaddik. So that is just a borrowed word. When we use over there benoni tzaddik and Russia to describe who can win the case, so it's tzaddik means winning the case, but it's not describing the person's level. In order to be a tzaddik, the person needs to get rid of the inside inclination. And that's why our sages tell us, So the Gemara says over there, that that Baruch saw that there is few tzaddikim, he stand, he, he planted them uh, in every generation, so that every generation should have some tzaddikim, because there's not many tzaddikim. 
If the meaning of a tzaddik is a person who has majority of mitzvahs as uh, he's judged by, so then there's not mo'atim. Uh, there's, plenty, there's a lot of people that have majority of uh, mitzvahs, more than Averis. Uh So therefore, but because we're saying that the real madreg of a tzaddik is that he doesn't have a yetzer hara, that is takim otim. And that's why Hashem has had to plant him in every generation, because uh, there are not that many that have that level that they can get rid of their yetzer hara. As the Pasik states in Mishlei, Yud Pasik Chafei, that a Tzadik is the uh, foundation of the world, uh, which the Gemara brings Behemshech to the Omad Vishsolom Beholder Vadoir. That a, a Tzadik, sometimes there's a singular Tzadik who is by himself in the world, uh, that's the Mo'otim, and that's the one tzaddik alone who can, in a generation, who can reach this level of uh, having gotten rid of his Yetzir Hara, and uh, that person will be qualified as a tzaddik, because maybe only one person can be a tzaddik, and he will be the foundation of the world, but not... Uh, many, not people who do mostly mitzvahs, which are many. The Alter Rebbe now is going to begin the explanation of the workings of the soul and uh, how and what the meaning is uh, when we say a tzaddik, a benoni, and a, and a Russian, within the tzaddikim there's different levels. Um, but the main uh, point that the Alta Rebbe is going to uh, explain over here now is that while we are used to using the words Yetzer Toiv and Yetzer Ra, as in the Gemara, Tadikim Yetzer Toiv Shevtom and Benim Zebezeh Shevtom. So we're talking about Yetzer Toiv and the Yetzer Ra. The Alter Rebbe is going to introduce. It's not just a Yetzer which is seems like an urge. There is a Yetzer. There is an urge that urges the person. Uh, to do bad, and there is an urge in the person to do bad, to do good. Those urges we know is Yetzer Toivi Yetzer Hara. The Alter Rebbe is going to bring down from Rav Chaim Vital this whole concept that there is a whole separate being. It's not just a urge. There is a Nishama. There is a spiritual being, uh, which is an Ashama. And, matter of fact, there are two spiritual beings. One is a Nefesh Elikis, one is a godly soul, and one is a Nefesh Abahamis, one is an animal soul.
Now, the way Hashem created the world, uh, there is godliness, and there is klippa, which are opposite each other. Godliness means forces of kedusha of holiness uh, that directly link the person to spirituality and to holiness in a direct way. Uh, but yet there is also other energies that God created, the side called the Sitra Akra, the other side, which is the forces of negativity, the forces of evil. Uh, both of these forces were created by Hashem, and both these forces are uh, have the ability to energize and to give life to different souls. So we have two souls. One soul receives, comes from the level of Kedusha of Holiness, that is the godly soul. And then we also have a soul which gets its energy from the dark side, from the other side from that side which God has created to be as the opposing side of Kedusha in which holiness and godliness will not be felt but it's uh, the side of evil but that also has the ability uh, either the energy from Hashem comes direct through the side of Kedusha or an energy can also come from the side of Klippa. The Alter Rebbe will explain that a person actually, there are two physical nefashas, there are two physical uh, souls, spiritual beings, not just urges, but they are physical beings. There are created beings called nefashas, those are called nefashas, that dwell and that are given to the person, that dwell within the person. And these two forces are the struggling forces within the human being to either follow the soul that comes from the klippa, which is the animal, which is called also the animal soul, and that would mean to um, do things that the animal soul wants to do. And since the animal soul comes from Klippa, the things it wants to do are negative, by, by and large. And the uh, soul of the holy soul, the godly soul, the Nefesh Elikis, which wants to... Uh, stay connected to Hashem and wants to do what's what's right. And based upon these struggles, and based upon all the parts, and this is what the Tanya is going to talk about, the various different, it's going to articulate the various different 
forces within these souls and how they battle over control over the human body, over the person listening to them. And at the end of the day, uh, these forces are subject to the person's uh, decision, his intellectual uh, uh, mind ruling over his heart to be able to make the right decision for which one of the souls he, the person is going to allow uh, to dominate him and the person is given that ability uh, to choose uh, between uh, the Nefesh Alekis and the Nefesh Abahamis to whom to listen to and then conceivably a person can also have sometimes the ability to put the nefesh habamis to sleep so that he only is dominated and he only feels the nefesh elikis sometimes the person can reach a level in which he can get rid of the nefesh habamis altogether so when the Gemara says for example by David HaMelech that he uh, killed his Yetzer Hara, not only he killed his urge, but he killed that whole being, that whole Neshama, that Nefesh Abahamis, that uh, animal Nefesh that's within him. But in essence, there is actually a, a third level, which is the Nefesh Hachiyunis, uh, which just, which is the life force, uh, the physical life, but that's another matter, but let's continue under this um, on the Al-Tarebbe's explanation here to explain this matter the levels of the Tzadik and the Benedi Api, Masha, Kosuv, Horav, Chaim, Vital, Zichrein, Levrocha based on what Rav Chaim Vital wrote a blessed memory Bisharei HaKedusha in the gates of Kiddushin, in his Sefer, Uve Chaim, and in the Sefer, it's Chaim, of Rav Chaim Vital in Shar Nun, the gate 50, Perik Beis, chapter 2, so over there he writes, the Lechol Ish Yisrael, every Jewish person, Echod Tzadik, Ve'echod Rosho, whether he is righteous or whether he's evil, meaning at the end of the day, a person turns out to be a tzaddik or a person turns out to be a rosha. I'm not so clear, I mean, to look up why the Alta Rebbe, when he quotes the Yitzchayim, what he means. First he says, L'chol uh, and then he adds specifically, Echot tzaddik ve'echot rosha. He says whether he is a tzaddik, whether he is a rasha. Cholish Yisrael includes our Cholish Yisrael, but he wants to emphasize that whether he is a tzaddik or a rasha. Now, we're talking about at the end of the day, whether he is a tzaddik, whether he was a rasha, uh, that means that that's what he is at the end of the day. And the Alter Rebbe is going to say, from the Yitzchayim, that yesh shtei neshamis, that there are two souls, uh, there are two neshamas. Um, that means, um, but 
actually a tzaddik who has conquered uh, the uh, Yetzir Horeb no longer has the second neshama. L'cheri means to say he starts off with the two neshama. Uh, whether he's now a tzaddik or now a rasha, or he uses the Shem Hamushal for tzaddik v'rasha over here. But, but in any event, the Yitzchayim says that the person has, every person has two neshamas. And he bases on a pasuk. It says unishamos, plural, aniosisi I made. Now, this word nishamos isn't talking about the nishamos in general, uh, which wouldn't tell us that each person has two nishamos. That would just say Shem says I created nishamos. But in that particular pasuk, the pasuk is talking about an individual, about a individual a Jew. Uh, for the Pasuk says there, Kiruach milifonai yatoiv. Kiruach is referring in a singular to the person, uh, the ruach of man, the spirit of man, of individuals. So it seems that the Pasuk is talking about individuals, and we're talking about Neshamis that for that individual. But nevertheless, uh, the Rebbe Chaim says uh, that there are uh, two Neshamis. Now the Rebbe uh, qualifies this and says Shem Shtein Nefoshes within the Neshamas there is uh, various different, the five levels of a Neshama which is Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaye, Yechida uh, and sometimes we call the Neshama as a whole we call it uh, we call it Neshama uh, without distinction of the different levels of the Neshama here we're talking about just the level of nefashis, which is the lowest of the levels, uh, not necessarily uh, the level of neshama of the nefesh ruach neshama, but the level of nefesh. So the Rebbe explains that this is what the Alter Rebbe means when he says shem shtei nefashis. So basically, we're talking about that come down in the person. At least the lowest level within the souls. There are two souls. There's two nefashas called neshamis, or they're the level of the nefesh. Nefesh achas. One soul comes mitzada klipa the sitra achra, comes from the side of the shell and the other side. Uh, just like a the, we call it a shell uh, because a shell covers and blocks the. Uh, blocks the fruit so that you cannot see the fruit from the shell so likewise uh, Hashem created forces that block uh, don't uh, allow uh, for uh, godliness uh, to be uh, to be seen, to be visible uh, which means that when uh, you look at it uh, you don't see uh, you don't see godliness it's also called the other side Meaning the not the side of kedusha. So one soul gets its nourishment, uh, gets its energy, uh, is uh, comes from, uh, is a result, is an outcome from the side of klipa and uh, sitra achra. Uh, it's from the bad, from the evil side. Bihi amislabeshes bedom haodom lahachiyis haguf. We're that dresses up, that dresses up, and that comes down in the blood 
of the uh, person, that nefesh, and that gives life uh, to the body. So right now we're talking about a soul that comes from the um, from the side of Kalipa, and it dresses up uh, in the blood in the blood of the person, and that gives life to the person. We're talking about the nefesh abahamis, which is mechaya the guf. Uh, like the Pasik states uh, in uh, Pasik in Bayikra, Yudzayin Pasik Aleph, Ki Nefesh Habosor Badomi, that the soul of the flesh, the soul that gives life to the physical body, comes from, is rest in the blood. So, Basically, we have a spiritual being which dresses up to give life to the person, but its source, its root, comes from uh, the klipa and the sitrach. And therefore, since it comes from the klipa sitrach, so the Alter Rebbe says, Umimeno, from this soul, um, since the soul comes from the negative, from the sitra achra and the klipa, boys call amidus rois. So we have a person has naturally, um, you know, bad characteristics, bad traits. Uh, they come from from her. He's going to say later on. There's also some, also good quality that come from this uh, soul. That soul is what causes the person that uh, gives the person those uh, bad characteristics. When a person behaves in a way of with bad traits, that means that he's allowing. That's an expression of that soul. The soul, which is dressed up in his blood, is working. It's doing its thing, which is uh, expressing itself by bringing the person to these bad characteristics. Now, the bad characteristics can be divided into four groups, uh, because the soul has within it four basic uh, elements, uh, four basic foundations, four evil, four negative uh, uh, elements, and these four general elements uh, produce uh, four various different, based on the elements, different expressions in bad characteristic, in bad midos, bad, uh, bad traits. In the physical world, uh, the world is divided into in four elements. We have fire, wind, water, and sand. Uh, in a spiritual sense, there's also, everything is made up out of these four elements. So there is this spiritual, uh, the, the spiritual fire, the spiritual wind, the spiritual water, the spiritual sand. And basically, uh, these four elements represent and express different various types of bad midos, bad characteristics and traits that come from that soul, because that soul has in itself four uh, different 
uh, elements. Uh, it gives an example. Dahainu, that's for example. Kas, the guy, if one gets angry or one is arrogant, that comes uh, from the spiritual Misoy Daesh, from the uh, element of fire, the spiritual element of fire which is in the soul. Shenigba Lamailo, which the spiritual uh, element of fire which is in the soul, Nigba Lamailo has uh, goes uh, to uh, up, uh, goes upwards. Uh, generally, a fire goes up and water goes down. Uh, a fire always wants to go up, and the water goes from the top to the bottom. So, fire, uh, anger, and arrogance—that's considered like fire. The uh, um, anger is a um, is a result of one's uh, arrogance. That because he's arrogant, that's why he gets angry. Uh, uh, if a person who is not arrogant won't get angry uh, if, uh, if 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 somebody does something, uh, but in any event, uh, that comes that arrogance, that haughtiness of a person uh, going up or feeling uh, high. That comes from that element. That's a characteristic that comes from the element of fire, which is in the animal soul, which is in the uh, soul that comes from the clip. And then you have the person's desire, the taivas hatanugim, a person's desire for pleasures, uh, generally uh, to allowing oneself all kinds of enjoyment. That comes from the yisoy from the element of water, which is in the soul, the spiritual element of water. What's the relationship between pleasure and uh, the element of water? Because waters uh, make uh, grow all things that bring pleasure. Talk about food pleasure over here. Um, uh, that means in water there's hidden the uh, level of pleasure since they create uh, that. So it comes from the element of water. And then you have... Uh, another bad characteristics, which is traits, which is v'hoilulus, v'litzonus, v'isparus, udvarim betelim. A person enjoys uh, just to um, make fun, litzonus, or just to uh, uh, party, going wild, or to brag about things, or just to sit and talk, wasting uh, words without any meaning. Uh, those uh, the derive that a person has to be behaved in such a way in a loose way uh, that comes from the element that comes from the element of the wind uh, wind has no substance so all these kinds of uh, uh, just boasting and uh, just uh, non-substantial items of to to joke around, to, to make fun and to uh, party uh, they are lacking any substance and that comes from the element of wind and the, uh, that is in this soul and finally uh, the characteristic of atzlus uh one's laziness uh, heaviness and uh, one's sadness and depression that would come, you say, the offer 
that's from the element of sand. Just like the sand naturally is heavy, draws down the low, so one's laziness and one's sadness is weighs down the person uh, to put him down, to make him heavy in the so basically what he says he enumerated various different bad characteristics that people naturally uh, have in themselves whether it is anger whether it's arrogance whether it's uh, indulging in pleasures whether it is uh, just the you know, living a life without uh, just uh, making fun and, and, and no meaning or uh, uh, mocking people or making fun of others or bragging about people or heaviness and th- these are basically a good uh, a good uh, number of, of, of items that, that, that people suffer from and naturally are drawn to. Where do they come from? They all come from that soul, that soul, the nefesh, uh, um, that comes from the klippa, who, who has in the different as he divides them up by the four elements that are uh, there in, in 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 that nefesh. So that is the uh, level of the uh, nefesh, and that's the expression. If you allow the nefesh to uh, do its natural thing, uh, uh, which it has, uh, then you know you end up with all these kinds of bad uh, traits and characteristics, uh, which he just enumerated. But also he says there is an additional thing over here that there are also some natural, uh, natural good traits. Begamidis there are also and also the good characteristics Shabbateva called Yisrael, which are natural by every Jew, Bitaldaisum in their birth. like Kemoir, Rachmonis, Ugmilis Khasadim. There is the natural tendency of a good characteristic to have mercy and to do loving kindness. Uh, um, they too come naturally. They come also from that soul. They come also naturally, so together with all those bad characteristics, there's also some good-natured, good characteristics that the Jewish people possess that come from that soul. But if that soul comes from the negative, if it comes from the klipa, if it comes from the sitra akhra, if it comes from totally darkness, how could it possibly be that it should also come from it, good good traits, good characteristics. And here the Al-Tarebbe makes a distinction within Klippa itself. Klippa, the shell and the blocks, uh, godliness, there's also a level, there are basically divided into two categories. There is the three Klippas which are totally impure, which means their level of blocking and the lack of uh, godliness uh, felt in them is totally is totally blocked, and therefore, uh, what comes from these three clips at maze that that is energized and that is a result of the three clippers total clips at maze. What comes from there, there is actually no good at all because there is just bad. 
But there's also a level of klipa, which is called klipas noiga, which means it's a klipa, but there's some shine. It's not a total block. That means that there is some good that penetrates, that is in there. And therefore, uh, that part of it uh, comes out and that energizes and gives the uh, possibility and also gives a natural tendency for some good characteristic traits. Kibi Yisrael, the Alter says, because by a Jew, nefesh zoi klipa, this soul that comes from the klipa and not from the Kedusha, he miklipas noiga, that comes from the klipa known as the klipas noiga, there is also in it good. So from the good part of that klipa that is there, the Jew receives the good characteristic traits, the natural characteristic traits. Uh, but uh, um, as we're going to see, if a soul comes only from the Gibel klipa at Meis, then there is no good whatsoever. And he says, Vihi misoid eitz hadas. That clipper that we're talking about, which is clippers noiga, that comes from the secret, meaning from the hidden, from the mysterious uh, concept of the eitz hadas, uh, the tree of knowledge. Because the tree of knowledge uh, is toivara. Uh, know that the tree of knowledge they weren't supposed to eat from the Eitz Hadas and the Pasik says the Eitz Hadas that gives the knowledge of Toivara good and bad uh, they couldn't consume of it from it but that's the secret it is a mixture of a little good in there also so therefore by a Jewish person there is also naturally uh, from this soul, there is naturally also the uh, good characteristic traits. As opposed to, as opposed to, he's going to say in a general way, with, there are some exceptions with exceptions, but in a general way, the souls that dress up to vitalize the bodies of the Umasoilum, uh, nation of the world, they don't come from Klippas Noiga, but they are a product of the three Klippas Atmeyas totally, and therefore there is no uh, no good at all. So there is no natural, instinctive good midos over there. There is no natural, there is no nature, there is no toiv over there. He says, as opposed to the souls of the nation of the world, they come from the other Unclean clippers, shame behind toiv klo, which have no good at all. Kamoisha kosuf beitz chaim sharmem tes pedik gimel, as it says in its chaim in the gate forty nine, chapter three. Over there, he explains if there is no good, so how do we see that the umasayilum uh, do do good? There is some good that they do do. Ayid, as we're going to learn later on by the Jewish people, there's a whole other soul. There is the natural good that comes even from the nefesh, 
from the Klippas Naga. But on the top of that, as we'll learn in the next parik, the Yid also has a whole other soul, a soul, a godly soul, which is only Midas Toivis, which is only good, which is only holiness. But the Umasailam, the nations of the world, a godly soul they don't have. Their nefesh comes from Sholosh Klippas at Meis, totally Klippas Meis. So therefore, there is no good. So how is it possible that there is nations of the world that do do good? So it's Chaim says, Shalmet says that the Chotivu, the Avdin Homo saved the Gilulim, that any good that the nations of the world do is Ligramayu Avdin. They do it for their own self. Since their soul comes from such a clipper that doesn't have a time at all, so what they're doing is for themselves. Now, one shouldn't be surprised that it seems like, how could we say that? Because naturally, a person is created to only think of himself. The person, based on his nefesh, Habahamis, that is Mechayev him, really is a self-centered creature. And over the person needs to and should and is expected to care of himself. Why should one person do something for somebody else? Anything that the person does, you do for yourself. Whether you do a kindness to another person, it also is because it makes you feel good or it makes you feel special if there's something in it for you because if it's not for you it's not surprising it's not derogatory to really say that a person who comes from which means since it doesn't sense somebody else it only senses itself so that means that the person will only care really at the end of the day just about themselves like we see in Bagamara, like we find in the Gemara. The similar idea, like the Yitzchayim says, Al Posik, on the verse, it says, that the kindness of the nations is actually a sin. How do, what does it mean? That the kindness of the nation is a chatos? Why would it be a sin? In Mishla Yudalit Posik Lamadalit, why would it be a sin? So the Gemara says, uh, in Baba Basra Yudamid Beis, the Gemara says she calls Dokav a Chesed Shulmas Ha'Ilam Aisim that all the uh, charity and the kindness that the nations of the world do ain't an Elul Yisarchul only to brag about. Again, because there has to be something in it for them, because by nature a person is created that comes from the Shalish Klipas Atmeis, there is no natural instinctive. Doing something for somebody else, it's all for you. Um, so when a yid does good because of the nature, that means that what he's intending is not for himself, he actually wants to help the other person. If the other person shouldn't need any help, he's also very satisfied because it's not about him. 
it's about the other person. It's he wants to extend, he wants to make it good for the other person. Naturally, he wants for the other person. That's something that comes from that toivara, from that toiv, that noiga that's within the clip. But the umasailam, uh, nation of the world, it's not about the other person, it's about themselves. So all what they want is to be able to satisfy their own will. And of course, we also know that there is the um, exception to the rule that there are even umas of the which is done, and also have a connection to this soul of Klippas uh, Neiga and, uh, and different things as explained in other, in other areas. But in any event, so what do we have from this over here? So the Alter Rebbe began to explain that from the Ruchayim Vital that there is actually a soul which comes with elements, which comes from a place of Klippa Zitra which is a force that Hashem created in the world that should block and should obscure His truth and His holiness, and that is to give a balance to the world, so we have Zelu Mazer, so you have the Klippa, and that produces in the human being a soul that descends in his blood and that soul mainly causes the person naturally to want to follow all his negative tendencies that come from the four elements spiritual negative elements that are within the soul and cause the person to have bad characteristic traits based on all these four elements and also as well as some positive side because of the Klippas Neuga, which does have that force has a little bit of good in it. And then the Alta Rebbe will go on to explain that then we have a second soul, which is also comes down in the person, and we'll see where that dresses up within the person. And that expresses itself, it expresses itself just the opposite by uh, doing only good and only positive and only holiness and the battle goes on who takes control of the human body and that will explain the tzaddik and the benuni and it will explain what the job and what the battle is and how one uh, can overcome all these challenges and uh, do uh, and serve Hashem in the right way